Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. All right, Matt. All right, mate. Yeah, we've got no guest. It's a bit embarrassing because we're supposed to be on YouTube now and video, and then it can't be just me and you. Well, it can, but I quite like it when it's just me and do you, you. But do you think that will work? I, I, do you think I people mean, will watch? Well, no, probably not. Actually, we need we need a guest. Uh, I thought you were getting one this week, but because it's kind of pretty much always down to me. Well, they fell. It fell through by me not emailing anyone. <laughs> that yeah, that's a surprise, well, isn't it? Technically, the same, um, the same thing. In fact, right. Okay, let's. Uh, I've got it. Fuck it. Let's let's go. All, let's go all out. Let's go for the biggest guy on YouTube. Who's that? Robbie. That was last week. Um, yeah, I didn't mean the biggest Physically. guy. I mean oh, right. the you know the biggest guy. Who the, the guy? The guy that everyone's talking about. I know you're talking about a northern brother in arms. Yep, you're talking about True Geordie, the truest of the true. We're going to get True Geordie on the podcast. Let's try. It's impossible. He's a big deal. He is a he's a massive deal. Yeah, he's very um, good. Um, I don't I, actually I, I, know him. I know of him. Yeah. Um, um, I've got his number. Let's just do it. And no, you I, do actually have his number. Yeah. Here we go. All right. Let's see. He probably won't pick up. He's quite busy. I'll hand the first bit, but jump in, you know. Let's. Uh... Right, but you obviously know who I am. I'm big deal as well. <laughs> Come on, he's not going to pick up, is he? Yeah. Hi, and can I have a can I have a Kit Kat with that as well, please, love? Uh, True Geordie, how are you, mate? It's uh, it's it's Matt and Flav from the uh, Long Ball Street podcast. Hi, Geordie. All uh, right, are the lads? Yeah. Oh. Is that? Yeah, good. Oh. All right. What, what can I do for you? You caught this out in the boat, like? Um, mate, I mean, we, oh. Oh. Uh, we, we... I love the podcast, Geordie. <laughs> we like your podcast, I'm mate. A big, I'm a big fanboy. Oh, thank you, thank you, lads. Look, um... We need, as you know, we've got a podcast and we video it as well. And we need a guest today. And quite frankly, we would be absolutely honoured if um, if you'd come on. Uh, boys, uh, I'm going to like. I would have loved to come on the pod, but uh, but I can't. Why not? You know, I've, I've just got better things to do. To be honest. Well, what, 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 maybe next time, next week, maybe something. Uh, yeah, maybe not. I'll, I'll tell you what, though. What about Lawrence? Who? McCoolhorse. No, I know Lawrence. He could, he, he could do with a practice, to be honest. And you'd be doing as a favour. I, I don't know if he's right. It's not. We're not really interested oh, in... Oh, come it's, on, lads. It's you. He's doing what he did, to be honest, with his perfect haircut. And he smells so damn nice. <laughs> Tom Ford. Tom Ford, after shave he wears. Come on, do us a favour. 
Sorry, mate. We're not a chance. What? What? Uh, it's not. What? Bond, what have I got to do to get him to get him to get on your, your pod? Uh, money. Uh, well, I can't do that, Matt. Yeah. You're Huddersfield, right? Sorry. Matt, you're Huddersfield, right? Yeah, yeah, through and through, mate. How's about I'll have a word with Rathblake and get the boys to roll over when the tune come down to your place. What? So you can arrange that. Aye, of course. Okay, I'm interested in that. What? Aye, three points here is right there. Match fixing. All right, fine. <laughs> what, 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 where's my piece of the pie? I, don't, I, I, I want my balls tickled. I'll get you some soft porn by the Baron Lord. Good stuff and all. Soft porn? I'm into that. That's my niche at the moment. <laughs> soft porn. All right, fair enough. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. Right. I'll check and get, and, uh, get the wee lad down to your place. All right, mate. That's no. that's amazing. Thank no. you. You've really saved our skin there. Not as good as what we'd hoped, but yeah, three I, points is good for the terriers. I love I, that. And I love softborn. Lads, while you're there, yeah, you're both dead handsome, and I really like watching on the YouTube. Like, oh, that's uh, lovely, mate. Well, don't forget to subscribe. Right, away. Away. <laughs> see you at the far post. Hey, hey, see, does, see, yeah. see you later, buddy. Good. good. All right, Lawrence it is. Here's Lawrence. Well, uh, no, can, shush, yeah. shush. Stop talking about draining your balls. And then draining your balls. Yeah, stop draining. You're, you're worried about our balls. Think about your own I balls. I thought we were going. Think about balls straight. Are, so. are we going? Oh, we are. See? So you need to do who's the expert here? But you're, that, by you saying that, sounds like we, we're planning it. We're not planning it. It's natural. This is it's a really natural thing, man. Matt, Just relax. What? what? We've got Lawrence McKenna. Who? Like, True Geordie's best mate. True Geordie's best mate? Yeah. So are you two doing that little opening bit that you always do where you try and make it sound as casual as possible? Yeah. Yeah. We're usually alone yeah. when we're yeah. doing it. Yeah, what's that, Flav? Yeah, we've got a load of great reviews this week. Yeah, yeah, wicked. Oh, cool. Uh, funny little story, witty little banter, the long <laughs> street. Live it long, live it long. And then it goes, oh, welcome oh. back, guys. I've got a guest this week, Huddersfield. Yeah, Matt, in a minute. And uh, ooh, He's just done the intense whole moment, Intense moment. Ooh, bit where we have a little bit of thought. Matt reflects on fan channels yet again. Somehow managed to spoon it into the conversation. The bit where we come out that side. The guest gets a bit of a say. This was great. See you next week. The Long, long Ball Street. street. We, don't, long. we don't need to do it now. He's just done the whole podcast. You like... Turn off now. Go maybe do something else if you, if you like. Um, I like that. That's that quite good. It was, that's probably our best episode. I used to like the bit where Matt would shout the bits where it's like it makes you pregnant and stuff, and that was always what? funny. What was that? It's it's ninety nine percent proven to make you stronger. Oh, I can. You must be listening from the very beginning, mate. Yeah. I love that. It's I in my top three Do you know what, Flav? Flav, it's what it's always it? great when you meet a fan. I love that. Yeah, I'm so, a massive fan of podcasts, and you guys are up there. All I'd say is just normalise your audio in post. We can't talk at the same. Time. Yeah. Know it's it. in my top three, yeah. What really? What what else yeah. do you listen to? Uh just sometimes you just listen to white noise. What, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, seriously, guys, we, I don't know I never know whether or what I'm doing is any good. Great interview. Yeah. Okay. And, and that's why you're the best. Yeah. <laughs> and also That's why the game loves you, kid. Yeah. <laughs> but you just say so that's a really nice thing. Yeah, no, well it goes unless you're lying. You're no, lying. no, I'm not. I'm saying it's a it's a good podcast. There's I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to a podcast at least two, three podcasts a day. Really? Yeah. I love On The Media's the best podcast it's right. great oh you were telling me about that really good it's about, it's about, uh, it's, it's, yeah it's really really good um, what else do I listen to that I really enjoy I like the Football Ramble I think Football Ramble's excellent mm. uh, Front 3 
What's that? Uh, it's like a little football podcast that I do something like that. I, I like the front three, I listen to it. Because I know nothing about football. I know about Great. football fan culture, you know, birds, tits, football, mm-hmm. bracket. Very rare that do we go I mean? down that route. I shouldn't say that. Podcast. That's a joke, obviously. Yeah. The Guardian will pick up on that. They'll be slating you next week, mate. Stereotypical stuff. But what I'm saying is what I get my knowledge from the front three. Really? Yeah, I do. My Limited. No, well, Kristen Hennage. Yeah. Oh, Madrid. He knows his yeah. stuff. Libero. Libero. Mm. Let, let it go. Just let's release this dove of a podcast and see what happens. Mm. Let's just let this puppy breathe. The long ball. Do you do that live every week? Or is yeah, this we, like, so we uh, do it now. Really. Okay, yeah. lift ready? it long. Lift it long. 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 Street. I always fast forward that bit. Really? Yeah. That's my favourite bit. You know it gets what? me into it. Gives I'll me t- the time. I'll tell you what, I have, I have. A lot of our fans say that. I, I've been listening to. All five of them. Um, peak times Mike Skinner Ooh. and some other geezer who's not famous yeah. and the podcast is great but they have no intro they just go straight into it it's really hard to tell what episode you're listening to mm. without a jingle for some reason maybe we've got to think about that maybe we'll, we'll, we can be at the front of that I love the bits that you guys always no, say at the beginning of the jingle. podcast you guys always go oh we we do this bit for you guys now like last week you went oh this bit's just for you guys well it was yeah. it was just yeah. for yeah. Yeah, wasn't it? you're the dedicated ones you're the ones who listen every week is yeah. that an insult Mm. Are you insulting us? Why are you coming in here and being a, being a dickhead? Stop being a dickhead. <laughs> Why is he being a dickhead? Press Why is he being a dickhead? Is that Press right? stop. Cane him in the comments. Press right? stop. Long. When you go to any other place, have you recorded yet? Have you hit record? Any other place, there's a staff of five. Are we live? And even then, they're fucking struggling and creating. Are we live? Yeah, we're live. Are we live? Because Craig, let's not pretend that Craig isn't skating on thin ice this week. Well, I think that's harsh on Craig. One last week when he lost, you know, a section of the podcast, the majority of it. He lost. He lost seventy-five percent of Robbie. Wasn't his fault. And believe sport. me, it's difficult to lose 75% of Robbie. He's is. like an iceberg. He's a, he's a big personality. <laughs> yeah. Big personality. A legend. No, I mean, I mean but, that most of his stuff is underwater. Okay. Yeah. That's a different podcast. Right. Yeah. So, Craig, are we good? All right, We're good. So excellent. What Craig, say a word, though, Craig. Say something. Yes. Yes, we'll confirm <laughs> yeah. it orally as well. Thank you. I'm, yes. I mean, I, I like what you said that Craig is doing the man of the jobs of four men, four or five men. Four or yeah, five yeah. Men so he's vision mixing. He's he's got the sound. He's in monitoring the sound there as well. That's normally put to a man who gets paid at least four times just what Craig gets paid just for his, his own job. All right, this is Ball Street, mate. You're not yeah, fucking, yeah. You're, you're, you're not Ball Street. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, any, any, look, long. What, what's just happened here is mm. that Flav's come in wearing a cardigan. Well, I all think- smart. And then Lawrence has come in and bullied him to take off the cardigan. So I put my like cardigan on. I like this cardigan. It's nice. It's all right. And and last week I looked. What so, makes you think that? I looked so small. That I thought I wear something that makes me look a little bit more wamp. But uh, so what? Wamp. <laughs> like a bit wedge. Yeah. You know, so you can't just like say a block words. of cheese. Yeah, yeah. Well, you definitely look like a block of cheese, mate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then and then you come in and mm. dig me out for my shirt. People all day at work are going, "Why you got a shirt on?" People have been saying that the shirts that you look like Lawrence. Yeah. He's the first thing he said when he came in was that. Well, it's because you stood up, you stood opposite me, you tried to copy my stance, you've essentially tried to take my hair. What the fuck? You've essentially tried to take it. And, I just, hang on a minute, why? Because, okay, the comments last week, a lot of the things that were said were that we look alike. Apparently so. They were saying, is, are they brothers? I also get the same thing with him. Are yeah. they boyfriends? Wow. Well, 
you two they, would make very cute, a very cute couple. We'd, our babies might look test tube, baby. Not test tube, but that's not yeah, what yeah. it's called anymore, but it no, is, it's essentially. Yeah, yeah. Where it's you, still a test tube. Anyway, the, um, yeah, we would have identical children to the way we look now. <laughs> I always find it funny that every week uh, Craig tells me he has to cut the first take of uh, Talking Balls every week because you go, Hi everyone, I'm Lawrence. Fuck. And that's every week he tells me you do that. Uh, I think I think it's all nonsense. Everything that's coming out here is nonsense. But but is this a departure from me? Because people are saying, is it Flav and Flav too? You look great. Is this why you've now gone all smart? You look like Keanu Reeves. I, I well no, I don't. that's what you do. Fun. What I does don't. Keanu Reeves look like? Have you ever seen Keanu Reeves when he's not watching doing movies? Yeah, he's sort of a mess. <laughs> <laughs> That's not really. Do you know? I do look. I look an absolute mess right now. No, you this don't. Is, no I do. This is uh, look at the state. You know what I mean? I, I look. Why have bad. you grown your hair out? That's what I want to know. I honestly have been trying to get to the hairdressers for a little while. But what, like two years? Yeah, like two years. No, I've been I've been growing it, and it's just kind of you know you get lazy. But does, does my your missus, other half like it? No, my missus hates it. She's saying to me, but Skid I'm it. one of these people that when someone says cut your hair I yeah. don't like it I'm like well mm. actually I think that I'm now going to keep my hair long and do it when I want to cut do it you look like, do you think it's because you look a bit like Zlatan that is partly oh. why <laughs> um, when you let it down does it look like a mane no it looks like Kurt Cobain I did some snatch out of it it yeah. looks ridiculous oh, I like that I like Kurt, well, Kurt looks Cobain ridiculous. looks um, never again will someone say that sentence uh, I look a bit like Kurt Cobain I did some snapchat I know but that's what that's what people say uh, yeah. one, uh, wait, no. people were calling it <laughs> what I didn't like was Matt 1 and Matt 2 rather than Flav 1 and Flav 2 yeah, yeah. that was me so we thought you, that was you they said Flav 1 and Flav 2 and I was like more like so Matt what, 1 what, is what if it? you mixed your names Loz. Mav Flat. Well, Mav is much cooler, isn't yeah, it? Maverick. But flat is a kind word. of. Yeah, flat is a word. Mav <laughs> is also a word. <laughs> yeah. Flat is a place place that you live. Sure. It's a type of coffee. It's a yeah, but Mav is like Maverick, like the Dallas Mavericks, yeah, like the Dallas Mavs. Or Maverick off Top Gun. Or Maverick or, off Top Gun, which yeah. makes you goose. And, and when there's quite a lot of. No, it makes homo- you goose if we're Mav. Homo. It makes me Reichsberg or whatever his name is. Yeah. Well, they all died, didn't they? So it yeah. doesn't matter. Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's move on. So we couldn't make America great again. <laughs> I tried. Oh, that, that, fortunately, fundamentally, that led to the election of Donald Trump <laughs> was the, the failure in Top Gun to address <laughs> male sexuality in, within the, the community. Did yeah. you see John Salako's tweet? No. He what said, did he say? He said, no oh, one follows John Salako, yeah. right? Stop trying to make it happen. Yeah. Who, how many people follow John Salako? I want to find out. Find out. But His Twitter tweet. account should be called, Who's, Who is John Salako? <laughs> <laughs> is anyone following me anymore? Uh, John Salako said he would have vote, he voted for Brexit, he would have voted for Trump, and now he's voting for Gareth Southgate. Mm. It's time for people that don't have a clue to have a go at stuff. Don't let him anywhere near Periscope. No, yeah, he's oh, dangerous no. on a live stream. That guy, so yeah. he's dangerous on the wing with John Salako. Actually, yeah. he, in fact, he crossed the one right of the balls wing. for um, <laughs> he crossed one of the balls for righty for the he might have done both actually for mm. when he's you know the eight to nine whatever it was cup final when he yeah, came yeah. off the bench. And, Why didn't he play in one more game? John Salako, it's yeah. a good point. Yeah, I mean, I, there's you know, a there's... few. Robbie Fowler got in touch and said, "I want to play in one more game," no, and no. sadly, he was he was playing golf in Dubai. Brilliant work out. Yeah. That's sad, actually. There are a couple of others that says, I want to play in one more game, desperate to play in one more game. Um, yeah, how much money do I get? Sure. <laughs> like, or, as we call it, Wembley Cup 1.0. Yeah. yeah. Is that what, what you call ours? 1.0. Yeah, yeah. And what's Wembley Cup then? Well, that's what Spencer does now. So that's that's, right. that's uh, one more game, two point Right. Yeah. I'm not saying Spencer ripped it off. I'm just saying no, no, like, he didn't rip the, it off. The first people Spencer to... was going to play in, in one more he game was, actually. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. he the thing happened with the Wembley Cup, and that is brilliant. Yeah. Go and see that video online. Not the Wembley Cup. But that's a great video. But uh, the one more game one. 
really well directed. Yeah, really, and uh, beautifully edited. Flavi's frustrated yeah. because we keep dancing around. We all need to calm We're down. We're supposed to be bickering. No, right? this, is good, this is good podcasting. I'm yeah. fully happy with this. Really, you don't look at Flavi. It's written all over Stop your face. Stop saying that. Every time you talk to me, it's like I've, I'm grimacing. Um, Maybe you want me and me and to not argue. And then here you are. What's, you are right, mate. Oh, I had bad news about my cat this morning. Really? Well, not really bad. It's just that he's moved out, isn't he? What? Smudge, he's moved out. You left a note or something. You left a smudge on well, the, the side. The neighbours he's moved in with, they left a note saying you've got to get this rid of this fucking cat. Really? Yeah, it's shitting everywhere. What? And I don't know what to do with it because he doesn't want to live with me. Smudge doesn't. No, Smudge wants to be, he Not doesn't want to be here. So I'm going to put him in a cat box and take him somewhere he doesn't like. <laughs> Where's Stu? Take him to Stu's house. You're going to take him to Wiltshire. He really? Yeah, he's going to live in Swindon. Which is lovely. Yeah, he's nice. Yeah. This is where my girlfriend lives. Yeah, How do I spell Solarco? Yeah, John Solarco. Um, this whole thing about us looking like each other, Matt. Yes. Do you remember when we went to France? Not together, not like that. No, okay. I mean, that's well, fine as well. I've been yeah. to France on Ball Street's dollar. <laughs> well, it wasn't right. on a dollar. We, oh, well, I suppose it was the same. Yeah, it was. Well, yeah. well, do you know it wasn't? Do you know what? I paid for that whole thing. Did you really? I paid for that whole thing. You didn't tell me that. And uh, the company haven't paid me back for that. And they were, because I don't claim As the owner of the company. company. Why not? It, it, was a, it was a grand, basically. Oh, that. my God, yeah. really? Why but are you you know, Not so, that I'm rich, but... When was this? This was in... Uh, it's when we did the writing podcast. Check it. That was a great podcast. Yeah, that was a great podcast. It really opened up. It was a brilliant podcast. One of my proudest moments working in media. You couldn't? No, I loved it. I loved it. And I made him apologise for all the bad stuff he'd done to me (laughs) as a child. (laughs) As a child. Not like that. That was great when he actually says, Flav, see all them bad things I did? Yeah. On the football pitch. I was just doing my job. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, that is good. And I'm sorry. Yeah, it was great. I I loved it. And actually, I I never really had much time for Ian Wright, obviously, because it's part of my partisanship doesn't allow me to but liked him a lot would you have liked him as a imagine him and Les Ferdinand or someone up front that would be incredible wouldn't it no, I'm not they, they, they must have played a bit for England perhaps or maybe they mm. might that they, would have been a pairing they're though, both number nines yeah. though aren't they so, well I know but number nines that appreciate each other <laughs> like oh, who yeah. give us two other number nines that appreciate each other uh, Robbie Fowler and Owen Michael Owen Michael Owen for a little while bad. maybe yeah, they, they could have played together mm. yeah um I'll tell you what, a number 10 who, who, who all number nines appreciated, Teddy Sheridan. Yes. Actually, oh, Andy R- Cole and Dwight York were essentially number nines. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, Wrighty, um, who I think that when he was at Arsenal, Teddy was at Spurs mm-hmm. and was at Millwall a bit during it. And he actually, um, he said that there was this, because they were both kind of out and about in London, there was this big tension and stuff like that and they'd never met. You feel then, it from, from New Cross all the way yeah. to where. But, but no, there was a bit of a, te- I don't know what life was like, but I remember him telling me this story and basically he said they saw each other in, in, a, in a club, like on, on a Saturday night out and he uh, just went straight over, they just both kind of saw each other and just walked up to each other mm. and then just had this big fucking hug, Was that juke? This big hug. Uh, no, this is um, Teddy Sheringham. Teddy Sheringham, and, right. and uh, basically, so since then, him and Teddy, really good pals, loves Teddy. And actually, when we were before one more game, we were we were just driving in the car at one time, and I was like, "Who would you actually, out of anybody that you'd like to play, yeah. like who would that one person be?" And I was thinking Burkamp, Adams, and stuff like that. And he went, "You know what? Keon. Fucking oh. Teddy, fucking Sheringham." Do you know? It was, um, at that time, both of them were going at it, weren't they, in the league mm. for the top goal scorer, obviously, and right. Used to nick it, but it was really important to me as a child to have our striker, Tottenham striker, as, as the top goal scorer in the league. I don't know why it was kind of the most important thing at the time. Mm. Um, and Sheridan did it, I think, one season. Lineker did it, but right more or less was, oh, the, yeah. was the one. I, I, Teddy Sheringham, when he first went on Twitter, was quite funny. Just 
didn't really know what DMs were. <laughs> so instead of DMing, he was just atting people. Yeah. <laughs> all right, darling, nice yeah. tits. And yeah, all right, darling, not spoken in a while, let's go for yeah. a drink. But he yeah. did this with multiple people. Oh, fuck. In a row. numbers game. It was fantastic. It's it really is. You know what? Not many people check your timeline, so he probably, he probably got away with it yeah, with probably... some people. I once did an interview with Teddy Sheringham, and he seemed like a lovely guy but all the way through the interview. And this was at TalkSport, actually. I went in, and I had to commentate with him on a match on a, my, one of my favourite England goals okay and uh, and then afterwards got to interview him and all the time he just read Nuts magazine <laughs> refused to yeah. look up from Nuts he's magazine. probably going what's her Twitter what's it? yeah yeah he's just DMing well later not quite DMing yeah, yeah I, I, I played poker with Teddy for about 10 hours as well I bet he's got a great poker face hasn't he yeah he was, he was good he played tight very tight yeah it was good we were both in the latter stages of the EPT London first place cool million uh, he finished how much did you win I won about 20 grand <sighs> did he, you really he, he, yeah he, he went out one place before me and we'd been sitting playing when it comes to the bubble right which is so in a poker tournament there might be say a thousand people might play in it mm-hmm. right and the top 10% will get paid for yeah. example so as you start to get near the, the bubble right it's kind of um, it gets tense as fuck because you don't want to have played for four days and then go out and at least if you get into that hundred that's when you cash then it starts to loosen up again mm. now um, yeah but um, and, and they start to go hand to hand at a certain point because obviously if I'm sitting there going oh I can't make up my mind just looking around to see other people go out of the tournament oh, they, they start to go hand for hand so you'll sit and have one hand the whole floor will play that hand brilliant and then they'll kind of play the next hand and you know wait to see for someone to go out so we were both kind of quite short stacked sitting next to each other and, and we'd been playing for about 10 hours that day and um, you just gnawing his ear off about Ball Street so you come on sometimes we, we, I was at TalkSpot at the time ago, yeah. so it was, it was, I was at TalkSpot at the time and I was actually having to go on the radio and do interviews into the radio and ultimately into the radio <laughs> he got home he was talking at the radio he was playing for so long you were like Matt what are you doing it's one way and I'm like no it's not I'm right so Adrian next. Adrian <laughs> Uh, yeah so um, and anyway we, we then ended up getting moved the bubble had gone um, another 40 <sighs> places went and I saw Teddy um, get knocked out and he I felt because we, we'd kind of bonded about it and then I saw him get knocked out and, and I went out moments later see you later Teddy oh no yeah. do you think that was because you were so upset about Teddy that you no, lost your it call it was because I fucking ran into pocket aces um, we always run table yeah, yeah I, w- I won't go aces. into details of pocket I, I, I've run into a couple of pocket aces on a night out yeah. Um, oh, what, yeah. what was your favourite goal? What was my favourite goal? <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, go and listen to the Michael well, um, <laughs> That was actually a good podcast. It was quite interesting. <laughs> I, 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 came, I came expecting to hear about you know, Chelsea. Next thing. No. <laughs> no. Didn't hear anything about Chelsea, really. Yeah, you're in that podcast. What yeah. did you hear about? Like 45 minutes about pocket aces and what's, <laughs> and what's the best hand in poker and that stuff. That was the best. Yeah, it was very true. handy. It made me want to do like a Ball Street poker tournament. Yeah. That would be good. A that live stream almost. Uh, yeah, play. that would be I've, good. I've seen people play poker together. Boring, it's, it's not good for friendships. Um, it would be amazing. Imagine that on Ball What Street. was your favourite goal? What was the goal you had to... to... I think it was Michael Owen against... Uh, Michael Owen against Argentina. So it wasn't like the ones that Sheringham scored, which is probably no. That reason. was the thing was I was given a list of Sheringham goals and then one like one Michael Owen goal. I was like, I'll do it with Michael Owen goal. That was right. His favourite goal, uh, favourite ever England moment. Yeah, and the, the funny amazing. thing is for that, so that was ninety eight. And actually, 
Wrighty had been told by Glenn Adler was the gaffer. Okay, mate, yeah, Wrighty yeah. was going to be going to the tournament yeah. playing. It was in one of the friendlies beforehand. I think it was his hamstring, maybe. Mm. And Owen essentially then cemented his spot. Mm. So then Wrighty not playing in a World Cup. I mean, let's face it, that would be fairly devastating. And actually, his favourite moment was, was what Michael Owen did, which I think is quite a nice little... He's quite a father figure, is Wrighty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's a good man. Um, so, so we were talking about... Being um, in France. Yeah. So this is weird, because we, we've got... It's I don't weird. know what it is, but we're... We're not beautiful. This is a triumvirate of I mean, sex. I mean, obviously, this gets sex, you where you want to go. Yeah, does it? No. Yeah. Where do you want to go? Would <laughs> be my question. Use that when you get there. Yeah. yeah. This is an audio thing as well. Like you just said this happens to be a video, but yeah. you're now using your video. These are. Yeah, um, that's true. We, we're confused. So we, we were watching. This. We were in the in the fan park. I'm talking to radios. We're crying out loud. <laughs> <It's just laughs> over. <laughs> we were at the fan park, weren't we? And um, this, we, this gentleman of, of we, we significant age, France. France. Yeah, it was France, Algeria. I think. Yeah, the fan park. Did you go to a fan park? No. So it was good, man. It was good. I quite liked it. Especially when England fan turns up. And this, but this geezer comes up to us and people aren't approaching strangers and chatting to them. Not no, so, And we're sitting down, I'd hope. a lager, um, casually in between games, yeah. very hot day. It was. And this guy just comes up, doesn't he? This French guy. Yeah, in, 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 in France. In tiny, ripped jean shorts. Yeah, uh, we've all been there. Well, comes up and he's just like, "Hi hey guys, <laughs> can't do the accent." Yeah. That's more or less what it sounded like. To me. Is he Australian? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what he was. Indian. Oh, guys, he was Indian, dubious yeah. is what he was. And yeah. he, what's it? he was just—he he said, "I've got a flat, two hundred yards down the road. Just How about there? last free, go and get some chicks." <laughs> Brilliant. I was like. <laughs> Fuck! Like, that was like shit. I'm sorry. We we really need to watch we this. A, we're supposed to be at work. What time's Algeria <laughs> start? I just yeah. need to. Uh, <laughs> Very weird. Let me go back to this guy's flat where mm. I end up in a sand bath, chopped up. <laughs> yeah. Where's my liver, Matt? Well, no. <laughs> I took my penis. <laughs> Put it on your head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got liver on the brain. Yeah, that was odd. But that's yeah. us desperately trying to get back to the running order. Which yeah. I mean, you guys should have just said, and then we could have easily led it back. Because that was a boring Loz. story, essentially, wasn't it? <laughs> Loz, Loz, you're, you're, you've been in, in, in the industry quite a while. For yeah. such a young man, 21. You might say I'm preeminent. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a personal injury. That was yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's great for yeah. everyone. Uh, the, uh, yeah, so you, you, you've been in the industry for a long time. Yeah. You've done a lot of stuff. Most people now know you for the stuff you've done in the True Journey podcast. And may really? I say, may I say... I'd say so. I, no, what do you think? May I say actually that I, it takes me a lot to get into podcasts. Mm-hmm. I produce podcasts myself, and I'm almost a little bit bitter and Loosely. a little, a little bit bitter and of other people's other people's success. So I actually listen to the True Comedy podcast. Do you really? I do. I listen to it. I love it. I absolutely love it, and I love it mostly because uh, of your your your, your relationship. Yeah, the yeah. way The way you interact with each other it's and quite sweet. It is nice. It's mm. really nice. And, the first thing I the first thing I heard the first everyone who know, listens to the podcast knows that uh, Jordy's kind of his his way with women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, which is is kind of part of the appeal to some of the audience. I think so. But your job, <clears throat> Jimmy Cricket, almost. Yeah, <laughs> which is what you're saying, yeah, yeah. It's, you're, you're the foil. You're the voice of reason. You're you're the decent human being. Type yeah, yeah. And I think I think it works quite well for that reason. I, what. What worries me is that people people on YouTube... So, uh, on YouTube, everyone thinks that you're being yourself. Uh, who watches? Mm. Do you know what I mean? 
And some people who watch will know that's not, or a hundred, they'll know that I'm very relaxed, but that's not like, I play a bit of a character almost. You yeah, know? yeah. So, it's entertainment. It's, en- it's entertaining. And this isn't, but that yeah, might be. <laughs> so everyone sort of plays their role, do you yeah. know? And everyone knows me that I like to laugh and joke and stuff, but sometimes I'll be quite serious, or sort of take things quite seriously. Some people since doing that podcast just think I'm like a really like an activist almost for women's rights, because I've replied to Geordie. On very small subjects, uh, you know, about, like, you shouldn't talk about women like that. And people are like, oh, it's, it's social justice warriors, what are they called? <laughs> but just for saying to him... Political it, correctness gone mad. Yeah, probably, probably best not yeah. to talk about a woman like that. You know, I mean, let's not define her by whether she has hair or not on her vagina. Do you know what I mean? That's not a way to define a person. Craig, can we just cut the word... Ju- yeah, I mean, yeah, China. This isn't a lot. Yeah, <laughs> you, uh, do, do you not like that? I don't like that either. It's, it's just not. It's a little not, bit of sick up. It's not on Ball Street. Yeah. You know, keep uh, that to your own. Keep that to your own podcast. Keep that to your own podcast, mate. Yeah. Okay, um, so I brought some great stories for you guys. Um, <laughs> no, I didn't really. Uh, but my, the, point, the point is, it's a really good. It's a. It's it. We've called it like educating Geordie. Do you know? Like I'm slowly turning him towards this way, and I've. It's begin to become clear that he's like he's almost slightly changed his views a little. When bit. when you listen when you listen to it from the very first episode up until to now, to, 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 I've listened to every minute. Is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Thank you. Uh, you wow. can see it in the same way like, like characters in Walking Dead develop. Geordie mm-hmm. is developing in that way as well. That's not to say that he, the way he views the world is wrong. No, it's just a way, and the way you do is a way. And I actually enjoy all of that podcast, and I enjoy. Both sides. Uh, very much so. But I enjoy it because there's two of you on it. What? Uh, and you're both offering two. So yin and yang. What, yeah. what I find and quite it's a weird relationship as well. It is definitely a weird relationship. You but, shouldn't but, like each other. From the outside. Yeah, that's what everyone says. That's but what I find genuinely, quite weird. you genuinely do as well. Do you think... I was chatting to someone last night and um, uh, Nick Morales, who's like a, quite a young journalist, he's really good, knows his stuff. And he, was asking, he said to me, like, do you, do you struggle with what he says? And I said part of the reason that I agreed to be on the podcast was because I thought, like, there's not enough debate out there between someone like me and someone like Geordie mm. and it tends to be that like I'll hang around with a load of leftist people or whatever and we'll all agree and he'll hang, hang out with all his mates and they'll all agree and part of the problem part of the American election was that neither side really mixed and so when it came down to it the polls everyone read the polls for however they wanted but no one really went to the other side and said how do you guys feel about this and so when you get Geordie and I we sort of there's like a mutual appreciation of the way that the other one thinks in that yeah. sense and I think a lot of people are more than willing to sort of put one in the box and put the other in the box. But actually, both of us appreciate box. the actual person. Yeah, well, <laughs> the, the actual person on the other side. You know what I mean? And it, so that's quite interesting. <laughs> that is interesting. I find that a very interesting. It's like it, it's it, not yin and yang in it, that sense. It reminds me actually of um, of university. And when you actually kind of, because I was a northerner that kind of went to so the university, I. and then you meet kind of these people from different areas and. You know, and there is that whole cultural kind of difference that goes on. Where are you on. from again? Uh, I'm from West Yorkshire, right, so okay. a place called Wakefield. I'm yeah. a Huddersfield Town fan, but yeah, born in Wakefield. Yeah. Don't don't again. Again. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. I mean, I bought it up. You've got Huddersfield in out again, haven't you? Huh? They're not going for the league anymore. You don't have to keep mentioning Huddersfield. You've done it again. You guys are not going for the league anymore. Of course we are. You're minus one and third. How does that happen, by the way? Yeah, minus what? One goal difference? Yeah, you're third and minus one goal difference. That is incredible. I can see that there's a genuine bit of irritation in, in Matt's eyes here. Of course there is. Cause, Why? Because of others. Because you're trying to... You're touching me for a start. Yeah. Don't touch me. Why do you like being touched? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I no, do you like do. being touched. Yeah, yeah, can I just say, uh, for anyone who doesn't know Matt, there's a guy, a, a really great producer called Pete Givens, who used to work on early Ball Street shows. I like, was mm. the producer of all the early Ball Street shows. Yeah. 
Matt and him were very touchy feely to the point where uh, <laughs> I remember once. Being, where are we going with this? <laughs> I remember once being in. We just finished the first ever shoot at Wembley. You're like, where's Matt and Pete? With writing. <laughs> we're just both naked. We were it, wriggling around on the floor. I'm, what's that? Essentially, it's like, oh, it's a wrestle. Close to that, right? They're having it. That we go over to the Hilton that's opposite to edit in the Hilton. <laughs> that's right. And that we're all editing in a suite in the Hilton, Shit. and there's me and another guy called Tom, and that's, that's about right. it. That's right. And then. Out of nowhere, I just hear bang, and it's Matt on the floor in a headlock. No, it's not in a headlock. You're in a headlock with a, this massive guy called Pete on top of you, putting you in a headlock, and you're going, "I'm not." And Pete's like, "Come on, that tap is. out, tap out." And Matt's like, "I'm not, I'm not." In walks the woman. She goes, "Can I take your orders?" <laughs> both of you refuse to leave that position. Yeah. You made an order for food from the position of yeah. a headlock. All in right. The- so one, that's. Partly true. No, it's not. No, no, it is. But I was not in no headlock. You were. Gibbo's a bit. He's six foot four. He's a beast. He's, mass, and he's, he's a, a beast. He was much man. heavier at that time as well. Yeah, he was much heavier at that time. So this is like Conor McGregor. We might talk about it in a bit. Mm. Fighting against Daniel Cromier in sure. terms of uh, uh, size. I loved his his uh, rally game a few years ago. <laughs> yeah, That's he's a light, light heavyweight champ. Yeah. Yeah, um, so right. it's like them two fighting, right? It's a bigger guy. However with superior technique, which I clearly have, mm-hmm. um, I actually got the better clearly of all not. them exchanges. No, I, I did. The, I know that there's no chance that, that did Kill happen, him. given the fact that the we amount are. of wrestle... Not yeah. we have. I like you, a wrestle. With everybody. It's fun. That's hilarious. Uh, right, anyway, let's so, go Sorry, so, yeah, so the podcast so, is a massive <laughs> raving success. Yeah, it is. Great. Can't wait for the mail to pick up on one line that we have and destroy us. No, no, that doesn't destroy you. That makes you. That's what you got aim for. It's a good point, actually. Yeah, I mean, it makes true Geordie. I don't know what it does for your career. Yeah, ruins me. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, an amazing success, and I love the dynamic, and I love the fact that you are genuinely friends that comes across. Yeah, that, and, you know, and if you, there's a lot of pretense, a lot of pretending on YouTube and all television that they are oh, we're friends, we're close friends. You can hear it in, in the way you talk. We actually do get that he would well. probably die for you. We call each other almost daily, actually, and have little little like twenty minute, half an hour conversation. That's really nice. What you doing? What you do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no. What you wearing? Out. And sometimes we'll get a bit angry when the other one doesn't pick up the phone. Yeah. <laughs> I called you three times. Are you out? I'm not even joking. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you? Who are you yeah. meeting? Ball Street? Oh, yeah. all right. You're not yeah. with Spencer, are you? Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to do a podcast with Spencer, not are again. you? Not yeah. again. The, uh, I mean, the, the whole... Because you, you're almost portrayed. Like, I've not... I've not um, Actually, I only have a, a, a certain amount of bandwidth because I'm having yeah. a baby. I have to go to NCT classes. There's tons of stuff. Raising money. Loads of business stuff that's going on. Money so I, I, I don't... Um, no, I, I don't listen. I've kind of watched bits of it on on, on the video, and um, uh, but what I have seen, I really like that kind of that, that, that cultural mix, and it is a beautiful thing because. But you're actually because you're portrayed almost as a southerner, but you're from Burton, right? But I was, I, uh, How long have you been down here? And, like and eight years now. Eight years. Oh, actually, maybe a little bit longer. Like eight, nine years, nine right. years almost. Um, and I, you love London, don't I you? Love London. But I've always how wanted do, to live in London. I've right. got a question. How, how do you, how do you feel about kind of leaving the north but being rejected by the south? No, um, being rejected you, by the north and then being rejected by, by the, the south. south. Yeah, like, um, so. so if I go back to Liverpool or I cover Liverpool, people always go, "Where's the Liverpool accent? Why he's not yeah. a true Liverpool fan?" Yeah. And then you come to London, and people are like, "Oh, you support Liverpool? You don't belong in London." Yeah. 
And, you know, you always, I think you stick out so much. Like, I could go out on the street now in London and point out to you which guys have lived in London for over five years or have grown up in London and which people have just fresh off the boat down to the south. Because mm-hmm. you can just tell, even from the, from the cut of people's jeans. Mm. Northerners just wear baggy jeans. Do you know? <laughs> like, they just have no idea. Either either too baggy or too tight. And I went through years of baggy jeans, tight jeans, baggy jeans, tight, tight jeans. Um... And it was it was fascinating. <laughs> yeah, it's a story. But there, there is a it is really different. And I, I mean, I'm um, I love the north. I love going back up there. But it, it is mad. I went up there the um, a little while ago. Me and my missus went up, and we were just having food with my uh, my parents. And they were like, so there's a pub called the Vine Tree, which was our local pub. And they get to the quiz every Tuesday, and they're just like, oh. And I've not been up for a while, but the vine tree's changed. Now it's this Italian restaurant. It's really good. It's beautiful. We'll go there for lunch. Can I, I like, just say, every every place in the north you go to has a place which either is vine or like, like the vine tree. Yeah. We've got this. And then you've got a pub named after a king. And that's you've got a choice of those two. And then the bull's head. Yeah. You know? And, and that's all you've got when you go to any northern town or city. Those yeah. are the three places you get. They've also got great ones like the pot oil. Yeah, exactly. So we go in there, and this is this is the difference between the north and the south, pretty much. Because we're in there, right, having dinner, and my dad's like, "Oh, by the way, right, you know, before you go, is she pregnant?" <laughs> no, there's, you can't mistake that. But he's right. like, "Before you go, right, check out the uh, check out the toilet in here, beautiful, yeah, <laughs> like literally best toilet you'll ever see." I'm A like, toilet, okay. yeah. I'm like, all right, bit weird, but don't need to go, and, and I'm like, I don't need to. He's like, Look, honestly, go. They're amazing. <laughs> Weird. Your hotel is something incredible. I go in there, right? And, you know, I've, I've been in the odd nice toilets, the mm. odd nice mix, what, you know, mirror, I don't know. Yeah. Where, where you mirror. Just, <laughs> I don't know no, where it's entirely, okay. like, all these kind of nice designs. It's like, like, like a waterfall taps. Waterfall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like those. You, you know, I'm a, I'm a man of the world. Yeah. I'm in, and and I'm a good I, I, my expectations were quite high. I went in there, it's pretty much like the Ball Street toilet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is not a nice toilet. Just clean. Yeah. Just and, just and, clean. But, but my dad described that as beautiful. Beautiful. But I was I was chatting about this this to Jed, right? And and the way Jed being upstairs. Jed upstairs who, who's been, been in We don't all work at Ball Street now. No, but but Jed who's uh, no but they, Jed's been on a few videos. Oh, he he's the big guy yeah. in the in the you decide little versus and, large. And he's also yeah. he's the third choice goalkeeper in Bull Street FC. Third choice keeper. It's also uh, fair to say that the majority of the listeners to this podcast probably are in the office anyway. So like, yeah. uh, that's unnecessary. Jed's been or on a the... Guest. J- yeah. Please behave like a guest <laughs> yeah. or you'll be asked to leave. I've had this with another company this week. Jed's been on the podcast as well. <laughs> Great but, but, but Jed's got an amazing... Jed works at TalkSpot as well, right? And um, he'd been working with this guy on this presentation. And then the guy's like, right, let's have a meeting on Friday. And, and, and Jed's like... I can't. I'm on. I'm on my way to. A, <laughs> I'm on my way to a uh, to a stag do. So I'm, I'm off. You know, off way with the lads. And he's like, oh, cool. All right. Where are you going? He's like Portugal. He's like, ah, anywhere near Abafuera. No. Jed's like, as a matter of fact, oh. yes, it is. And he goes, all right. Well, um, what you need to do? Head to the old town. There's this big, big flight of stairs like that. If you go down those st- over them stairs, down onto the beach, just just by the beach there. Beautiful toilet. There's the most beautiful old house you've ever <laughs> seen. <laughs> Jed's like. This, what, and this what? is right in front of you with the whole office. It's just like, what? You know what, what I mean? Like, why a beautiful. Why, why has he told him that information? What is it about Jed that makes him think he'd like to brass? Yeah. It's like, oh, if you, I was Jed. The only way you're going to get laid is essentially through money. He's massive. I mean, we've yeah. that, so maybe. Is, is he, I don't know. He has got, he's got a, a beautiful, beautiful partner. So We're saying beautiful a lot. So hang on. We've just been saying how beautiful can be used. In no, our beautiful. What are you saying about Jed's missus? Because she is, she is gorgeous. stunning. Really? Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. 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 
I've never seen it. Um, it was it a beautiful <laughs> whole house? I don't know. All oh, right, okay. I, I'm, I'm assuming that you. I'm just you saying the first flight over. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Matt's already halfway out the door. Like, <laughs> I'm off where I'll see you later. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's never been to a home. I look like Flav, mate. I don't need to pay for any of that. Pocket Ace is Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. boom. Um, I don't know what that is. What is going on? Don't know. Okay. Uh, Right, so you. Next uh, next question. question. On to the next one. Yeah. Online football fans. Yeah. So we were talking about earlier. Very funny, very weird thing. There's two types, there's three types of football fans. There's the ones that don't use the internet. Mm -hmm. There's ones that do use the internet. And then there's a hybrid. Yes. So I'm in the hybrid. I do use the internet. Well. Um, I mean, look, obviously, these aren't such distinct groups that you only go to the match, you don't use the internet on that side, and on this end of the spectrum, you only use online. But I think it's just how the, the world's evolved. Like, when I was young, a mm. um, long, long time ago, many, many moons ago... Before uh, the radio. Before the radio. <laughs> you used to be able to talk into radios, but <laughs> the radio or not. It was amazing. CB but, radio. But... Fan currency, right, was essentially based on if you went to the games. Okay. So like Bitcoin. There'd be people that go to the games and they'd have a season ticket, you, you, or even you know you you travel away, and that was your kind of currency. So then you'd kind of maybe meet people at university, and they'd be like, they just watch it on Sky, and you're like, they don't know the what it's like. They don't know those experiences, those kind of journeys where you travel the length of the country and you're getting pissed on and you lose five, you know, those kind of things because a lot of people uh, had done that. So that was kind of currency in those days. And there's definitely been a, um, for someone like you, you know, quite a bit younger like yourself, grown up in an era where you don't need to do that because A, football's so readily available whereby you can watch streams and stuff like that. I don't really want to do that. My my thing with football is I never really was that into going to the games like I didn't really even like when I was a kid I wasn't desperate to get back to Anfield and mm. sort of like watch as many games at the stadium as possible so I was it I really enjoyed playing football and I really enjoyed watching it on the TV I did enjoy yeah. watching it on TV and I enjoyed watching like all the big tournaments and those kind of things and I enjoyed everything sort of around it so it always made sense to me um you know, the way that YouTube has evolved and the way that other fan cultures evolved but what's funny is that as as it sort of evolves, and football is everywhere, so you know everyone's now got their league around the world. But as it's evolved, people now there's, there's people question the authenticity of you. Do you know what I mean? Mm, so yeah, how authentic is... are you as a fan? Yes. So what you've taken there is that authenticity of going to the games and those things, and that was seen as the currency. Now I don't quite know what the currency is yeah. as being an authentic. It's fan a because, transition. Because it's, I, it's very interesting. I stream games time. illegally all the time. So does that make me less authentic as a fan because I'm not willing to pay for the product? Because there are loads of people in yeah. America who pay Fox yeah. a lot of money to be able to watch every game. Yeah. So I don't, I don't quite know what makes you an authentic fan anymore. My dad's an authentic Liverpool. He yeah. loves Liverpool, yeah. but he doesn't go out of his way to watch every game on Sky live. Mainly because I think he just feels disenfranchised from that. He doesn't really yeah. want. And actually, I don't think he likes a lot of fan culture online. He doesn't like. He's interested if Coutinho is going to leave the club, but he doesn't want five minutes of analysis from me or Flav or anyone else. He just cares if he leaves the club or not. Do you know what I mean? Oh God, they don't all think like that. Yeah, yeah. no. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, no, but it is. It is. I mean, it is interesting, and it's really. I think that this um, the culture around. Um, YouTube comments to do with fans it mm. is a mad thing, you know. Yeah. Like you just see, because what I love about Ball Street is that we're a collection of genuine fans, fans that go to games or fans that are passionate about it, that they that they make video on it and talk about it the whole time. And what you then get is, you know, so Ball Street isn't 
paid presenters that mm-hmm. are coming in it from a like a an Andy Brassel, you know, where it's almost like a neutral point of view, or even a journalist that moved. But I, 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 do, I feel that's a little bit unfair. And some, some no, no, you, well, you haven't. Let me get to what I'm saying. Right? Is, is that, I'm preempting it. Well, you might be wrong, so Go let's on. just wait and see. Yeah. <laughs> so, happening? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. But what I'm saying is, um, what I like about Ball Street is that there's a lot of times people that are that are really. Robbie's an Arsenal fan. Paul's a Liverpool fan. Ped's a you know uh, an what Everton fan. Just yeah, um, finish that. Flav's a Tottenham fan. And when they're sitting there having their views and their arguments, mm. then you get people that are just kind of you. You're so fucking biased. What are you it, doing? Yeah. And it's just like. He's a fucking Tottenham fan. As if he's not biased in some way, shape or form. As if he's not... Now, yes, you can speak objectively. Yes, you can be critical about it. But he loves that team. So that's his passion, his opinion. You can and at least be aware of that. Do you know what yeah, I mean? No, of course. Well, he is aware of that. It's not like he isn't. But all I'm, no, I it, it's, it's not about him. What I'm saying is a lot of times in, in YouTube him. comments, is people just go mad about, about what people's views are, even though those views are inherent within their character and within their what their actual what their love is and what their passion is mm. and I there seems to be a lack of unusual. tolerance or, there is somewhere. definitely a lack of tolerance but I also think that's because of the way that the comments and the views on YouTube are skewed so and I, you guys discussed you, you guys discussed this last week on the podcast with Robbie is when does he get his most views and like, or what's the perception of when yeah, he gets yeah. his most views and that's when Arsenal lose or and you know you guys discussed the Guardian uh, the whole thing with the Guardian um and I, I mean, if I'm completely honest, I was a little bit frustrated by the Robbie podcast because I don't think you guys pressed him hard enough. And I don't. And as a fan, I think I'm, you know, I'm sort of entitled to that view in that sense. I think you guys could have pressed him more. Maybe you could have asked one or two more difficult questions, um, and sort of gone a little bit further into it. And that's what I question about fan culture at the moment, and especially about fan channels and that sort of thing. Is it's seen as we're giving the fans a voice, and that's great. And I do think there's a real uh, merit to that, and the fans need a voice. Because a lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Because they're not given it by the mainstream media only really care about their voice. At the same time, though, I think there has to be, and I think this is where fan, where fan, uh, in order for everyone to 
sort of eat from the plate or in, in order for it to continue and be healthy, fan culture has to become a little bit more self-aware. So it cannot continue to just be rants. It cannot continue to be sort of biased analysis i'm doing like bunny ears like biased analysis of your club so that if you go somewhere then it is just you know well we're arsenal we're arsenal we're liverpool and we know what's best actually a bit of reflection and you might find that your club actually like maybe maybe you do need to massively question what your club are doing i go through that all the time in liverpool at the moment having found out what liverpool football club did to the surrounding houses Mm. around anfield making them into crack dens essentially Buying houses and holding out on those people on that street. That's disgusting what they did. And I can't respect that at all. And that fundamentally made me question whether I wanted to go to a Liverpool game. Yeah. Because people blinded themselves to that and did not want to hear it. And I thought, well, you know what? If you're going to blind yourself to that and you're not going to listen to the fact that your club essentially starved the local area, made it into a a drug-ridden, violent area, then you guys seriously have to question what you're supporting. Mm. And we can talk about, oh, brands have come into the game and done this. Clubs have been doing that long before, and they've been doing it for a while, and you massively do need to question the fans. Fans need a voice where someone says, now hold up, like you guys are talking shit, and you guys really need to check yourself, which is why I struggle with things like fan cams and those sort of things. Because what would really help the fans is if someone off camera went, mate, take a breath, come back to me in five minutes when you're a little bit relaxed. We don't mind about the views. If you truly cared about those people around you, you would actually say, mate, take a deep breath and come back in two minutes. We'll cut there, guys. Don't worry about it. But the fact is there are a lot of fan cams which, ex- or have in the past, exploited that. And that's made some of these characters. And people say, oh, well, they, you know, they come on of their own abolition and they come on, they really want to be on. That's true. But I listened to a great podcast the other day about um, Fox News and those sorts of things and how in the American election, <laughs> they massively skewed the way that people yeah, yeah, thought yeah. the election was going to go. Because what they found was people got like a dopamine hit from hearing those extreme views mm. and from hearing the things which essentially like reinforce what they already thought. And I thought, is that really Affirmation the, bias. Is that really what I, is that really the direction that I want to go? And do I really want to work in an industry like that? And what worries me about that is, and I've had numerous conversations, not just at Ball Street, other places, <clears> is that if one fan channel's bad, or one channel, so that could be Ball Street, it could be Arsenal fan TV, it could be you know spurred on Chelsea fans channel, 100% Chelsea, whatever you want to have, goes bad, it makes us all just essentially look a little bit bad because the big brands, the people who come in, and the re- part of the reason we can continue to do this will go, don't want to touch that. And it worries me a little bit because when there are when we don't check ourselves, we, everyone looks a bit stupid. Mm. And there are times where I get very frustrated. I mean, about that. I mean, look, I think that there's you've skated across a lot of different subjects there, and I yeah. think that the way you classify things is kind of open to perspective and interpretation. Like what? Well, I don't think Ball Street is a fan channel, but it does um, represent the fan voice. No, what no, I'm but saying, no, it, no, but it, no, but it exists just, in that spectrum. No, it, it does. As I said, you've skated across quite a few different bits there. I think you could call. Um, I'd think we're a football channel, but I think that a fan. I mean, is spurred on and Chelsea fans channel and full time devils are they fans channels? Yeah, absolutely. In the same way that Robbie is, because Robbie's. Why, why would they not be? Well, what you're saying there is the authenticity. No, no, argument. no. It's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is Robbie was a fan, mm-hmm. right? Who decided to go to Arsenal because he thought that there was uh, he'd like to go and give fans that opportunity to speak and to kind of provide a different view mm. and he went and did that starting at the ground floor at Paul 
And Chris went and did that very same thing because they were passionate about Liverpool. They didn't think that what, what was served to them out there in the world was kind of... Um, uh, good. Was good, yeah. yeah. So they wanted to, And they started doing that in their, I think, in a room in Paul's house. Yeah. Now they worked whilst they were doing that. There's also channels that are, you call them fan channels in this context, who are people which are production companies that have essentially seen an opportunity to make money in YouTube and make and what they're doing is they're essentially employing fans to kind of to create, real fans. to create fan content. But what I'm saying is it's difficult to to uh, to to put people like Robbie to the same standards that you put in a company like Why? Fremantle because Fremantle right have got vast resources. They're an international company that's worth billions. They've got legal teams that and, and they've got offices in the building. So they have lots and lots of different staff that can help provide all the resources and all the intelligence that can help construct something. Because for for many years, they've been making content like X Factor and they've been making shows like that. Now, these are big productions and they've got resources that allow them to certain uh, do other productions quite easily and legally and following certain patterns. You then so you're looking at something that's this big, and then you're going to a guy who's been making content in his fucking garden. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Who's kind of like literally going, "Well, this, well, this camera work. Can I do this thing?" And and that's that's almost like the A team used to go into a shed uh, and find a wheelbarrow and a few cabbages and come out with a tank. You, you know, they're kind of competing in those regards. Those are fan channels that are made by fans for me. Whereas what you're talking about is quite high-end production from a company that's different. So there's, there's, this, there's ways of distinguishing these companies. And I think that sometimes people hold people to different standards, you know. And what I'd also say is within this space is that um, I think it's more of a YouTube thing, you know. So I think that you look at um, people like KSI who are amazing and are very talented and getting a lot of brand money. There's times when they do things on their journey of evolution that are kind of maybe do the name of YouTube as bad. I mean, I, I get what you're saying broadly, but there's, well, there's a lot of, I mean, I, I don't want to go into it, but there was this whole thing where uh, it was very juvenile. It was something about it taking, you know, it was something about rape or something yeah. like that that could then reflect badly on YouTube. And it did. You know. I mean, let's, let's well, be completely honest. Well, it, it did, did, but has, yeah. it, has it stopped brands and people coming into it? Has it stopped KSI? You know, it's, it's not done. No, but what I, and I found this sort of with the True Geordie podcast was um, people were very unquestioning about what he said as long as they thought that the brand door was open. And as right. soon as the brand door closed, that was when people jumped on the moral right. bandwagon. Right. And I'd never really experienced that before because yeah. I was I always found myself on the side where I'm quite eloquent, I'm... You know, I've been to I've been to university. And I've, I've you know got a degree in media, and so I, I, I tie a lot of people up in knots when they come to talk to me about it. But my point with that was, soon as someone soon as someone found, oh, hold on a minute, there's a, a brand that doesn't want to be associated. Happen? Yeah, I don't want to say with who it was, yeah, yeah. Uh, but there was there were there were people out there who went, you, oh, we we don't want to do this because. Um, yeah, so the first week, someone go, go great numbers, amazing, make really good numbers. Mm. And the next thing we know, it's. Oh, can't well, say that. sorry, mate. We, you can't say this. You can't yeah. say that. And and it it went from you know very open relationships with someone to not. And he's got no problem with me saying that. Yeah. You know, he's basically said, you know, but is it not his podcast? Him. So can't I just say no? What it is. He wants? It is. But then, and that's true. But then there are going to be other people who obviously approached us about relationships or sort of like you know, can we appear or yeah. you know, can we be? And they listened to it and have gone fantastic. But then as soon as someone else has listened to it and gone, um, oh god, that mm. uh, we we couldn't do that as a brand. Yeah. Then they've gone, oh, we can't do it then. Mm. 
and the mo- then the morals come out. Well, this is where Spencer has, I think, been fantastic because I think he noticed a lot of the juvenile stuff. He noticed people doing illegal things with, with coins, coins sort of for, for FIFA. And what he did, he created a very clean product. And he worked, I mean, let's not mistake the amount of work that goes in. And again, this is people that are employed and on the clock compared to someone like Robbie. Or, oh, no, or, or, no, I mean, I mean Spencer, or, 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 or someone like Spencer. Spencer was a very different one, though. Because but Spencer's Spencer, putting it, well, what I'm saying is there's a lot of hard work that goes into it when you're building a channel. But that, that's my point, is the distinguish, maybe the distinction that you made about fan channels and then fan channels, and I find that, I find that quite, uh, there's a, there's definitely a blurred line there because... Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying, though? I understand that, where you're yeah. coming from, but at the same time, that doesn't mean that I shouldn't then hold Robbie to a high standard. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or I shouldn't hold Paul to a high standard. Uh, of course. And Paul and I have sort of had that conversation yeah. before because I, Paul and I have worked together a lot in the past and he knows, and Chris especially knows, I have a lot of respect yeah. for what Redmen have done as a yeah. local fan. I've watched the channel yeah. and I really appreciate what they say. But in the past, uh, we've had sort of stand, sort of conversations about standards or conversations mm. about what people want to see and those sort of things. And we fundamentally disagreed. And what I always find interesting is that actually we can... That doesn't mean that Paul... And Paul and Chris have always stuck by that. They still hold themselves to high standards in terms Mm. of what they want to put out. Of course. And I don't think that means that you can't... You know, just because... I don't think it's mutually... I, I don't think that you should, just because it's hard, that you should forsake quality and you shouldn't be mindful of someone's health or balanced opinion, absolutely. I'm not saying these, not saying these things but are mutually... I'm not saying these things are mutually exclusive. All I'm saying is that for someone like Robbie, who was doing a day job and then would go to a football match and would work to three o'clock in the morning to get these things out, and it was just him and Tao, and they're doing the best just to get the content turned around, edited and uploaded and tagged, that's different to a business who's got lots of different people But now what's expertise. Robbie's job? What's Robbie's job now? Full-time YouTuber. So what I'm going to what I would say about that is it's all well and good where Robbie came from, but now where Robbie is <laughs> and where Robbie was working to is unfair because Robbie's not here to answer this. But yeah. the, uh, but Robbie essentially did have his say last week, and I got very frustrated listening to the podcast because you guys didn't put him cool. to the sword at all. Mate, yeah, and but, I yeah, thought, but, 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 but look, I get you, mate. But it's not like we're sitting in a court of law and actually. Robbie's balls are on the line and it's our jobs just to make sure that we take Robbie and we find out the, the things that are in your head we had an hour to chat about a whole load of different no, no, but, but, and, that, but that's, and that's what I'm saying but I'm, what I would say is with it is that now now Robbie is a, <laughs> your face it's happening but now it's now happening. no it's not it's not you know it's, cool. it's, it's an interesting conversation as soon as you want to be involved in that space then I think that and it's almost like a fraternity in that sense and that's always what I find hard is that especially in creative jobs people are more than happy to go along with things until the apple cart gets a little bit rocked or until something goes wrong. So for a very long time, especially in YouTube, people go, mate, come on for free, will you? Or like, come on, you know, come on, mate. And so if I, if I expressed any doubts or expressed sort of anger about someone saying something, they go, oh, come on, mate, why are you being like that? But then it gets serious and into money and people begin to discover, hold up, we can't make money of that because of what we've done in the past. All right, well, we'll drop that side then and we'll mm. pretend that never happened. And to some extent that happened with, you know, certain YouTubers who dropped the content about, you know, oh, fuck a girl or whatever, however you want to put it. <laughs> they dropped that. That that went, you yeah. know, and it became cleaned up. Yeah. And it was as soon as people realised they couldn't make money about it. And so I find like a gross hypocrisy about that, that mm. until someone will do that to get up, but then they'll drop it as soon as the money comes. Yeah. It's the same as anything, though, isn't yeah. it? It's like... It's like uh... 
you, you music. hear you hear people yeah who, but they then, kind of come out and then they realize it's not it's not the way to make then you're money. not a voice for the people you kind of go mainstream don't but you, you sell but, out but you're not a voice for the well, people well, in that sense. is that why you looked at them well no it's just like it's, slightly it's very down. i mean slightly, slightly down you want to put them down, down. Yeah. Okay. i mean but my point is can we edit that out Craig? but my point my point is like the the fan channels and that's what was the problem with the last american election was that the voices weren't properly heard you saying robbie's like trump is that what you No no i'm saying the opposite i'm saying what robbie what Robbie wants to be and what Robbie wants to represent is fans but so that has to come to a point where you help the fans synthesise their own voice and you help them make a more intelligent point so all well and good I say it's the same Robbie is not TalkSport or Robbie is not Five Live and I sometimes feel that Robbie is different to those guys because I love watching there are certain fans that I love watching on Arsenal Fan TV and on uh, Red Men and you know all those other channels because they've got very good eloquent points to be made but there are times where people don't take a breath and I feel that takes away from their voice because the big guys can go, just an angry guy. And that's what, essentially that happened a bit at The Guardian on that podcast. They went, they love getting someone a bit wound up and it allows, and, and those guys were joking a bit. I listened to all those podcasts where, and I remember thinking, God, I know Robbie, I feel a bit sorry for him because he's not quite getting his say here. When I was listening to The Guardian, I was mm. cringing. I was like, that's, that's bad because actually I know what Robbie wants to do and I know what he's aiming for. And I felt bad for him that it was just these guys at The Guardian sort of ripping the shit out mm. of him and he didn't really get a reply. But at the same time, I don't feel like the reply properly addressed what the Guardian were actually getting at, which was that it did sometimes feel a bit like Robbie or whoever else was giving someone you know the, the 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 space to express something and say something that maybe wouldn't portray them in the best light, and that's what I and Robbie Robbie's replied to me about that, and I know he gets a little bit frustrated when people make that point because what he wants to do is give people a voice, but now he's part of the industry. There's people in the industry like me saying, "Great, then let let me help, let anyone else help, let real producers help who have studied this." And we want to help give Arsenal fans a voice, so engage with it. Don't just go, "No, I'm right, I know what I'm doing." We'll move on. Like that's what I'm saying is there's people yeah, reaching I, out with I mean, Wall Street and else. I mean look at look at um, look at Talksport. I mean have Talksport exploiting fans by providing a phone in where they can pick up the phone Absolutely. after the game. Yeah, okay, cool. Well that's something that's been been going for many years. But then we challenge that's, it. That's, challenge it. Yeah, well, it's, it's not my place to challenge but it. But it is, you know you're I mean? Wall Street. You are you own a company which is fundamentally and started and you know, you and I were at the very beginning and you I was were. like I edited the first videos like the pilot the never the, seen before pilot. And which will never be seen. No, I'm is, gonna put, I wanna put I've decided I was thinking about this the other day I want to put I want to put this up Great. so, so it's, it's, the pilot was uh, Adrian Durham yes Ian Wright yeah. green screen green screen with, it, with like a Sky Someone? Sports no. with like a Sky Sports News it uh, wasn't like a Sky Sports News it was a what? it wasn't it was actually like ESPN pardon the interruption sure yeah actually yeah. thank you Sky Sports well it's no it's not isn't it just like, you can't just because, just because it's the first just because the first time you saw graphics on screen it's Sky Sports it don't mean it is it was ESPN's PTI was the ESPN was the will take offence to that but you, well, yeah. of course yeah. they will but it's your editing no, yeah. I've, but it was good we'll, we'll, put, <laughs> I didn't edit the we'll put that up we'll yeah. put that up can I so move on is a fan's we, voice this has been fascinating represent the fans. it is interesting I love your sarcasm no no it is fascinating it is interesting but um, we kind of I just want to move on, move uh, on you've had a tro- trolling so this is an interesting yeah. thing for me because you're you've always got trolled yeah and I do as well, but I'm kind of starting to win them round. You're not doing that. <laughs> Some of them. Some of them, yeah. No, I, I, I noticed in the comments that you... True Jordy has his audience. Yeah. And his audience isn't used to Lawrence McKenna. No. Until now. Yeah. And, and Even then they're not used to him. People every week go, fucking get rid of him, don't like him. But that's... So? 
No, of course, of course so. But what, to, just to give us, just to cheapen this all. Yeah. What's some of the worst bits of trolling you've received? What I, what, um, I suppose there's, I've learned a lot of offensive words from uh, the YouTube comments. I didn't know what a cuckold was oh, until yeah, I, not I, long ago. Yeah. Um, and it turns out it's a man who's willing to watch his girlfriend ha- have sex so with another man. People are saying that. Yeah. People say Lawrence is a cuck. And I, and I, um, I refute that. I don't think you all. would let another um, man have sex with your missus. And I don't. Uh, uh, well, you wouldn't enjoy apart it. from the true Jordan. I don't think. Uh, I mean, uh, 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 yeah, you probably do want to caveat that. Um, <laughs> uh, um, what, what I'm saying is, uh, there's especially with with the comments. Uh, what I found it there's a number. There's a lot of. There's a great different range of approaches you can take. Mm. You can go with what well, when you're getting trolled. Yeah, okay. you can be nice to some of them, mm. and some people reply and they go, "Oh, actually, I just wanted a reply." Mm. Uh, you can work yourself up a small army for a while. I think Keyboard Warrior One Two Three was very much for me. Yeah, um, and below every video, though, if anyone attacked or said anything about Lawrence, he was on it. He was on it, and I didn't even need to worry. And I like you know, it. Uh, and he was a lovely kid. Um, and and then there are other people who just disagree fundamentally with what I say. So yeah. they are right wing people who just want to try and get at me. Yeah. And I quite enjoy. I just quite enjoy. Do you engage? Yeah, sometimes. But I, then I'll just leave it. And I, I never. Like, so what, what's funny not, is... Not once. So you'll engage sarcastically. Uh, I'll enga- sometimes I'll engage seriously. Sometimes I'll be like, mate, like, for instance, we discussed politics a lot on the podcast on True Geordie. And it was like, people thought that because I was anti-Trump, I was therefore pro-Hillary. So I got a yeah. lot of uh, like, oh, you pro-Hillary cuck. And I was like, well... <laughs> and, I, and I was sort of like, well... That's so funny. That fundament- is funny. That's fundamentally, like, uh, actually, you, you're partly showing why I might vote for Hillary is because you are part of the problem. Oh, but then... Pro-Hillary. That is just a funny... That's got to be your bio on Twitter um, now. Pro-Hillary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is, is it alarming, though, that you get, we get we reached a situation now where I can have someone leave a comment below Talking Balls or something like that and say, Flav... I yes. wish you were dead. Yeah. I hope you get cancer. I, I Is that have, what you said? Yeah. Not, not on Talking Balls, to be I fair. I think I actually went through and deleted them just can, the other day. I, I kept a load of messages. I might have screenshot it. One guy said, it's my birthday tomorrow. I hope you go to the top of the London Eye, fall off, your penis falls off, okay. and you land on it and it goes up your arse. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I laughed out loud at that. And I was like, first of all, you've really taken the time yeah. to think of a, but that's a, that's a very erotic situation for some people. <laughs> yeah. And and then he said, it's an, my adrenaline filled, an adrenaline filled erotic filled. moment, yeah, because that know. climb and end of fall, yeah, you'd be, heart would have been racing. There's a lot yeah, yeah. to it. Yeah, um, my heart would be racing so much that my penis fell off. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So I then I, nice. I plunged the ground and I just replied to him, uh, uh, "Oh, thanks, mate." And <laughs> and he was like, "And uh, I can't remember what he said back. I think I screenshot it." Thanks for replying. I think you're really good, actually. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> thanks for replying. Actually, I think you're a really nice guy. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to see what you'd say. Yeah. Uh, another guy fun. just continually message me the word pedo until when I replied he went see and I was like that's actually a great punchline that's a bit like knock knock but for ages I just haven't replied and he just kept going knock knock and I've been like don't do this one mate and then when I replied he went see and I thought it was quite clever and then he brought all his other mates in to the conversation added them to the conversation and went see I got him and I was like no very good fair play play. but what what does it say about us and our society and and on on the online community certainly around YouTube when, when you I feel absolutely nothing 
Like the only reason I'm talking about it is I'm interested in what you would say. I have no feeling about someone wishing me cancer on the internet. Yeah, what, that gets me a little bit wrong? because that, you know what worries me a little bit, and I've sort of I've lost some really special people or people who were very significant in my life to cancer recently. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah like yeah. the the guy, the guy who uh, was originally one of the biggest producers and a massive influence on my yeah. career. Yeah, died of um, cancer. Yeah. You know, so he, he was involved in Ball Street, and essentially he brought Lawrence into. The I met. Fold. I met for yeah. so the whole reason I'm at Ball Street is I met with uh, for coffee with Keith, and yeah. at the time I was quite young, really fresh faced, yeah. very uncynical, and just ready to get into any project. And he said, "Perfect, I know just the guy." I met Matt and Stu, and we were away, and I loved it, and it was fantastic. Yeah. And Keith was such an influence because he was. Just this really knowledgeable, excellent producer, knew how to do everything, but was also so open to a yeah. young YouTube guy going, why don't we try this? Yeah. And, He's an amazing guy and to be around. Just a lovely... Charisma. Exactly, yeah. All the football... And that was what I always found funny, yeah. was Keith perfectly trod the line between... Leeds fan, though. Leeds fan, though. That was a real shame. Yeah. But the, the mm-hmm. what he perfectly trod the line between someone who was very knowledgeable, but could at the same time step into a room with any footballer and instantly gain their respect. Yeah. And that was something I always looked up to, because, you know, if you put me in a room with any footballer, most of them look at me and just think, fucking hell. Yeah. But, but anyway... <laughs> Who's but, this pro he, di- he died. <laughs> he, di- he, he passed away, and I was really upset about that at the time, because yeah. I didn't really get a chance to say goodbye, and I was sort of... He was yeah. a massive influence on my career, and I wouldn't be here with yeah. him so essentially I would have had to leave London because I was mm. I was at the end of running for people and you know bit getting coffee for people and that that like around those days I did some YouTube videos and I just got a slew of messages from these kids that were just like I fucking hope you get cancer and you die mm. and I just remember being like you have no idea what's yeah. going on in someone's life and I imagine there are people out there who are like, great. Yeah. I've, and that's the funny thing is that I've opened up on True Geordie's podcast, told a few stories, and I've probably told this story now. There are people out there who are nasty enough. They'll take that story and they'll, they'll find just the right time to use it that they think it will yeah. upset me. Mm. So, for instance, I told a story about my flatmate not being a particularly nice guy. Sometimes people below go, oh, I hope your flatmate kills you. Or, you know, I hope, that, I hope he is a terrorist. And, he, and I'll be like, well, mm. so what, mate? Does it, it? What I'm asking, though, hate is a strange thing online. I don't. Like, I don't think it is hate. hate. I just. I genuinely just think it's, it's just people acting bored. out. Yeah, they're bored. They're, 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 they're unhappy. They're, yeah, but they're, no. But it's, it's expressed through the medium of hate, isn't it? It's kind of. It's a, it is. Term. It's a weird one. There's. There's a really good theory. It's like a. Media is it jealousy? Theorist. To some extent. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know. Absolutely. You know. I. Do, you know. I'm. Of Someone's doing well. Let's cuss them. To some extent, but then that's not in every culture, is it? Um... And I, I, there was a really interesting but it doesn't video. need to be in every culture just in enough. order for it to be in our culture it, or the, the YouTube thing, it, culture it does tend to be and it does tend to come from areas that were colonised by the British Empire and um, so sort of areas which is used this to be, stuff you've read is this uh, your theory this is no not really no. <laughs> alright I've got the YouTube about, analytics but what I'm saying <laughs> is there, it, so there's this kind of there's, a, there's almost a history of uh, you know just being anglicised in that sense yeah, yeah. and it's people who maybe aren't in England but you know, have this idea of what England is. Some some of them just call it banter and those sort of things. It's quite a funny. There are there are a lot of models you could probably apply to it. What I would say with the uh, there's a really good social theorist called Marshall McLuhan who says the medium is the message. Everyone knows that. I'm not sure that many people know what that means. Mm. But like, well, what does it mean? The medium is the message. The medium is the message. Look, there's a there's a really great theory to it, and he's essentially this guy like predicted the internet years before the internet came around he predicted the the effects of the internet he said essentially we won't like the effects of the internet in the end it probably is going to end badly I slightly agree with that Mm. Uh, but I'll make as much money out of I can (laughs) while I can Um, and 
he he essentially said there will be people who are really angry people online because they can they can inculcate themselves in this anonymity and so for that reason i sort of feel fine about it because i'm like right so psychologically i can explain what they're doing yeah Okay. I feel fine about no, it. I get it. I, I don't. Uh, I, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just incredibly thick-skinned. I'm, I feel nothing. Not a, a single ounce of in, no matter how bad an insult. There's one guy who's, who's uh, <coughs> uh, I, I, actually. I'm, you get a bit choked up over it, saying you don't feel very much about it, mate. <laughs> yeah. Take it anymore. Uh, no, I'm alright. <coughs> so um, yeah, when, when I was uh, before, I, I kind of was even on YouTube. Um, and, and I'm still reluctantly on YouTube. I'm not like mm. you who kind of seeks the fame. I kind of don't seek the fame. <laughs> that is also enough, that's that's also what I found really funny was uh, when I first started on True Geordie podcast and got you know like famous. Um, people start to say, "Oh, you should change your change all your pictures to your face so that more people will follow you." And a lot of people thought that I was on the podcast just because I wanted to be <laughs> famous. So they were sort of like, uh, you know, if you, well, mate, if you want to put on more followers, like, I don't really, I don't really want to. Like, actually, I'm doing the podcast because I enjoy doing it. Like everything else is sort of a side thing from that. Do you mm. know, I find that really weird when people assume that you're on YouTube because that's your only motivation is to be famous. I think it's, it's going to change a, it's my a, picture. Yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's, it's not. It's uh, not understanding. You get some followers, mate. I think it's not understanding <laughs> the medium, and, and and there's the rise of fat. One one thing I did find, and I was concerned about when I first started the phone call pod. Um, another plug. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is my podcast and yours. The front three. That's sort of me. The front three. The front three podcast. Okay. Um, is uh, the the idea? I hated the idea of people thinking that I was getting above my station. Board. I was just looking at the time. What how time? Long how long have we been going? An hour. An hour. Shit. Well, I uh, go on, keep sorry, mate. Go on. Was... Yeah, because not not like I have spoken much in this last hour. It's a really good point, actually. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, long ball streets. streets. Um, he actually thought that we did that. We do. That was our voice. Live. That was the. Limit long. Yeah, one of the issues I had was that I thought that other fans, other Spurs fans, thought that I all I was doing was trying to was using exactly. Tottenham to, to to propel myself into this career in football media when all it was mm. was that all the other Spurs fans, Spurs podcasts were shit. Yeah. yeah. And I thought I could do it better. And, and you that did. Was it. And I did. Do you have the biggest Spurs-based podcast now? It's hard to gauge, but I would imagine so. Yeah. Between us and the Spurs, Spurs show. But pe- people can only... Well, that was the only thing that ever got me, People can only saying. conceive based on their experience and their perspectives as far as... And so to some extent so you people, forgive them for that. People judge things according to what they've learned or what they've seen or how they've interpreted things. And a lot of people have bad things happen to them or they don't have a good situation so mm. they're going to judge it according to that and yet on the one hand you look at it and you think what are you fucking doing but on the other hand like you say you, you, you can understand it you can intellectually you can understand what's happening even though you maybe don't it feels agree a bit like a waste, with it though. it does feel like a waste of human resources although you could you know you could rebrand YouTube sometimes as that but like the... well, if, if people put some of the energy that people put into ah, to this you know, if they put those hours to something <laughs> <They're all right>. <laughs> constructive, <laughs> there's some creativity, Incredible. there's some great yeah. humour, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you've just got to find your way of mm. of doing that. And and that's the great thing about the internet, that's the great thing about YouTube, that's the great thing about social media, is that the, the tools are now there. I mean, you go back 20, 30 years, people didn't have these opportunities. People, have to, people would have to train to, be a, to try and be a lawyer or to go to education or, or learn a vocation, but now... Based on your personality, based on your creative talents, your flares, your passions, you can start to to build an audience, not just to fucking be famous, but because it's something that you enjoy doing. But let's that? not let's not pretend, let's not pretend that there aren't certain people who um, who or certain people who are favoured. So YouTube is still predominantly sort of approved faces. 
Do you know what I mean? So it's like it's a thickening, but I don't think it's quite a dem- democratic voice yet. Have you seen it? It's actually happening to, for the first time. You're seeing it happen to big YouTubers, really huge ones, PewDiePie, uh, KSI. You can see the impact their fame is having on them through their videos. Absolutely, yeah. You, and it's it's worrying. It's worrying not because I think that that's going to happen to me. It certainly Give won't. me an example. Well, okay, PewDiePie. Um, PewDiePie. He he. He loves him. <laughs> he, he so he was built. Everyone knows who he is. He built his he built his career up through playing computer games and then Minecraft. Be, was it? Was it Minecraft? Was it? I think. Minecraft. I've never watched PewDiePie. You just threw out a computer. Yeah, game. yeah. That, that's helpful. <laughs> yeah. Gold Knight. That's a great game. Great game. Yeah. Oh, Mario Kart. And the <laughs> Tetris. The, uh, <laughs> the uh, Road uh, Rash. Oh, that was a good two. Game. Yeah, with the chain. Yeah. So he's, he kind of built up this career and became massively successful. And, and you can imagine mentally how difficult it would be deal how to how difficult it would be to deal with the fact that so many people were watching you and you was so much an influencer that you could literally change the way people think based on the whim uh, just a, a way you felt that day I mean, mm. you're that powerful and that's a freakishly thing it's almost you're controlling the minds of millions at, the t- at a time potentially potentially yeah but in his head that's very real so it's gone such control for so it's a responsibility it's, from, it's a responsibility and whatever it is that's fine the mm. point is is it's gone from making content to it all being about Agendas and beef that he's having with other people on the internet. That is a bit. Bo- I find that all quite. It's quite revealing, but also quite boring. Like I, I get a bit bored of it. You're like, like play Minecraft, mate. <laughs> I would rather extent. that. I yeah. would rather that because that's yeah. what he was good at, and it, and it, ultimately their ego consumes them, and it's it's you can see him mentally. It's my opinion. But it is. Yeah. Watching it, and I'm thinking this guy. Someone needs to save him from himself because he's having a Britney Spears moment. Well, he's having a Justin Bieber moment, and no one can become that famous. And it, it's not normal. Yeah. And our brains as human beings are not yeah. equipped to cope. There's nothing. Yeah. If you look back in the history yeah. of the evolution of man, there's nothing that prepares a, a man to yeah. be looked at by a million people yeah. at once. It, it must be difficult when all of a sudden you know you start to think, "Am I only getting this because of I'm famous?" And we've spoke a couple of podcasts ago. We were talking about Conor McGregor mm. and what life. You know, for him, who's now not only a really famous sportsman, but he's kind of on a pedestal above to the stage where Kanye West waiting backstage to kind of just meet Ronaldo. Him. Ronaldo drops into his training. He's now, you know, so he's now even on a pedestal up there. It's like you're almost lawless in a way, which is kind of exciting. But but that, but, that, but, but you kind of in a way, do you need constraints in order to? It must be hard. But he, when, he does when, still when operate you're... within those, so he still operates within the constraints. Essentially, it's just that what he's actually using those constraints to exploit those for his own ends. Because what he so does, you're is... talking about his political battle with the UFC, or what you're talking. Oh, no, about? no. Well, I mean, to some extent, you could put it that way. But also, uh, you know, it, it, he's the only one that can do that. If all the UFC fighters did that, it would just it wouldn't be the UFC. Well, do you it, know what I mean? It, so that's my point: is that you know you the you know you can't. If everyone was like PewDiePie, it wouldn't work. So, to some extent, it can only really be him that acts in that way. It can't be every fighter that he's, acts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's no, taking it to no, the, no one's saying it is what we're saying. No, is but like, I'm saying it, when you're fame and that gets so out of control, it's kind of it, it must be that will come hard to, an to end, get indulged. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it must be quite hard to lose a, to, to maintain a grip of reality. I you think know? there'll be a lot of casualties along the way, and I, I do think you're right to some extent. Well, like, he left one eye on Saturday night, eh? There was one casualty there for you. Yeah. The, the, the problem is, uh, <laughs> just trying to get some humour into it. Yeah. Um, the, the, the part of it is that actually we're sort of moving towards you know being really interconnected with other people and those sort of things. 
And I think partly the celebrity that comes with that is the old generation mixing with this next generation, mm. that there are hubs where people head to, but in the future, those will be more, there'll be, there won't be people, there'll be sort of ideas and those, and that's the difference between a Ball Street channel where that's like a logo or whatever, or like a Batman sign, and PewDiePie the person who has become less of a person and more of like a phenomenon or whatever mm. you want to call it. Yeah. You know, so that's the problem with that, I think. I've heard of um, one particular YouTuber, a famous female one, and essentially this company that I know, an agency was working with her and they she, so she's paid money to essentially appear at something and meet people and do stuff. This one who went missing um, for a few days. Do you know what? I don't. I don't know these people's full life sure. story at all. I just know that it's a famous one. So I don't know what of shit what that happened? she's done. But essentially, like there, there, she couldn't get out of the car um, because she was kind of anxious and needed oh. to, to essentially take. Um, Is that I forget what the um, anti anti the the, the, the whatever feel good the... pill. Give me a name of it. Do you mean the stuff called, they're called anti... Your heart from going. Really? You mean the stuff beta blockers? Beta blockers, yeah. yeah. she needed something like that just to kind of get out of the car. And it's Snooker kind of, players also take those. They do. Yeah. And yeah. snipers. Yeah. Do they? Yeah. Yeah. Dies of Go on. Well, that's it. I'm saying is that it's a... Terrifying. It's a lot. For all of a sudden, they're making kind of you know videos yeah. in their bedrooms, and then the next minute... They're a phenomenon. It, it comes, it's, a, it's a transition that's quite difficult to cope with. Isn't I it? think actually going back to McGregor. So Lawrence, are you going to be okay? Because that's obviously where you're heading. That's obviously what's happening want, to have, you have now. You, have you have you felt an, a, a, any different, like emotionally, about different? Yeah, yeah. Have you felt any additional pressure, or does it feel any different, being knowing that? You've got 150,000 people watching what you're saying. There have been some weird moments. Like some people go, uh, what is quite funny is, you know, I've got a, like, I'm obviously I've had a girlfriend for quite a long time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Brian started ripping me about that. And um, after that, they were like... Brian's weeks, a true Geordie. Brian's a true Geordie. Yeah. And uh, weeks, for weeks after that, people would post below the my pictures. Oh, you better make the most of her before she leaves you because you're punching above your So people would, weight. from hearing that, would then go and find you in other find places. Find me on Instagram. And there would just be kids who were just like, you're not nearly as good looking as your girlfriend and these kind of things. Right. And obviously, like that that's something that you can sort of laugh off. And in the relationship, we... we, we Same like, people are banging on about Trump and let's face it. Yeah. And I was <laughs> a bit... punching in that regard. Yeah, but, but, but I, I was a bit like, well... About. I just I remember we sort of sat and looked through them and was a bit like, well, this is quite funny. But I thought that could be really for yeah. someone who's for someone who's ugly. This might be really bad. Yeah, luckily but you're not ugly. Luckily, I'm beautiful. No, but you know what I'm saying. So and you know everyone's got their insecurities and those sort of things. Um, no, that is a horrendous thing to do. To someone. Yeah. It's it's really uh, yeah. it's just really weird. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Because actually, I what I do know is that any time that any guy sees any other guy, no matter how that guy walks down the street with a really beautiful woman. A lot of single guys that I know go, how do you get, how do you get her? Yeah. What a lose? And I know that from being a single guy yourself. You look at the woman, you look at the guy, and you go, something doesn't add up here. I'm better looking than he. Do you know what I mean? Because m- m- loads of guys make that. And yeah. every celebrity relationship, we got it on a very small scale. We don't need to do that. Because of... Because of that. We just go, um, we just go, congrats, mate, must be a cool guy. No, but there's a lot of kids out there who maybe want that. Yeah, Yeah, I can see this happening. No, look, it's it's, it's It's a weird one. It is a weird one and it's horrendous. And I did actually think that when I was listening to it. And I'm sure, I don't pretend to know anything that Geordie thinks, but when he was listening to it, I don't think that he would have, he wouldn't have said it if he anticipated people would then do that to you on social media. We both found it quite, we all found it quite funny. Like everyone sort of laughed about it. That's what I found quite nice. Yeah. Yeah. In similar regards, one of the ones that makes me laugh is when um, 
there's a hot girl or some you know check out this is this girl that you know I know or so and so and then you'll get that guy that blatantly can't get her you know going yeah not my type yeah yeah I won't be interested in her it's like look mate you haven't got a girlfriend you know what I mean? <laughs> You'd trust me, you'd be like a rat up a drain pipe. But it's, you know, like, wow. But when I see it, but when <laughs> yeah. I, it's just like being back with Geordie. Yeah. <laughs> but when I see it's that, an expression. When, 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 my, when I see my friends, that's one of them's like that. I'd never say, yeah, whatever, mate. I always, I already say, yeah, you're right. Because yeah. you know where that's coming from. It's their own it's place of insecurity. insecurity. Yeah. Well, no, it's also their own perception. Say, I mean, yeah, no, you're right. But you can see that as insecurity. It's also that his end goal might not be ever to uh, date a really beautiful girl because maybe he's got different life aspirations. Whatever on it. Is, is assuming from is that we're all looking to work our way towards getting a beautiful girlfriend or getting a beautiful boyfriend marrying, settle down blah, done yeah, true that's not necessarily true and some people might genuinely feel that way mm. that it's like well you know what I don't care or like how oh, I actually don't get how that works mm. you know I never get how you know someone like you can have such low self-esteem oh, <laughs> it's, it's crazy isn't it <laughs> really is it's mm. ridiculous I mean look at the, yeah. you. look you, at me what are you you're what in your 30s and you can still grow hair like that. And that's a massive achievement. <laughs> it's very thick as well. Yeah. yeah it's like Rapunzel. Great jeans. Mm. Is that the end? It, it feels like the end. Feels Fizzled like the end. a bit. Fizzled. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for that. Thanks for that. Go through it. Go through it. It's when you get conscious of time that you should really just keep going. You should really just go, well, let's finish. You know what I mean? Like, you should probably finish on some sort of a football subject, you know what I think? No. It's my podcast. To do what I like. Football, yeah. Thanks for your comments, though. Um, do that intro bit now. Yeah, we will do the intro bit. Thank you very much for listening to The Long Ball Street once again. Lawrence, thank you so much for coming down. Thanks Next week, Joe Jordy's on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you paid that booking fee. Oh, wow. We would never pay the, that booking fee. No. Oh, we'll pay. Of course we're not. We're not a... We're not. I'll pay. Them. I'll, I'll pay. Who's been the best guest this series? You. Best guest? We were you. You. Righty. Righty was good. Dubes was very good. I, I, lo- I love yeah. the right. I think the Jubilee podcast always stands out yeah. for me. It's Why? just because he gave it. He gave so much. I fucking love Jubilee. Well. The, the stuff about Woodgate Boyer. Yeah. And, and he's a lovely guy. Woodgate Boyer and him giving up information that I've never heard of heard about that case so him talking about Woodgate breaking down in tears and the moment he had to tell him I've got to change my story I've got to tell the truth Yeah, because the barrister said look you don't you're going to prison and I I sat there and listened I was like that's mm. amazing. I mean, it's amazing. And he had a kid, and and that's an extra layer of pressure. You know, you can't be um, honouring some stupid thing when you're like, yeah, you've yeah. got a bloody child, and you, you know, I'm coming to that soon, and you already you start to feel different because you just think I need to, I got to sort stuff out. You know, yeah, yeah. I can't be uh, living life by, by whim anymore. I can't just take off and do that. I'll go there and do that. Spend loads of money on that because ultimately you've got a a child's a bit like the World Cup, that. isn't it? Or a bit like a European Championship. Because, child. Yeah, so having a baby is a bit like preparing for a World Cup or something like that. So you're a bit like Brazil or South Africa. Actually, you're not. You're more like, say, a world. She's more like um, Brazil. Why? Well, she's, her family's got, she's got Brazilian. No, no, I mean, you're really not understanding the analogy. Um, the, <laughs> it's, it, yeah, I don't. Yeah. A child that can wait once every four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and essentially, <laughs> that is probably a really good way to approach it's, it. It's every minute of every day. Um, what I'm saying is, it, uh, the it's very intense during that time, though. But the, the thing is, you're probably more like a Germany preparing for a World Cup or something, you know? So, because a tournament, you need to be ready for the tournament. And at yeah. the moment, you're in that preparing. So you're making sure the VIP lounge is all set up, all these kind of things for a tournament. You guys are doing the same so it's essentially very similar and you've got like a tick list of things that you need to do before a football tournament it's very similar to no I'm I'm more like England I'm panicking 
Mm-hmm. I'm panicking. No, I mean, I'm not the host, I mean, the host, I mean, I mean oh, hosts the host. of the tournament. Yeah, okay. so that's what I'm saying, like South Africa or Brazil. Or, right. Let's do the England thing, though, because that's yeah. going to be funny. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're, you're a 96. I'm panicking. I mean, that was a well done tournament. Yeah. No, you're, so you're, cool. you're a lot's expected of you. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> it is a lot, a lot of, of pressure. A lot yeah. of pressure. The world are watching. Yeah. Oh, God. Well. And But not, you're inside going out getting pissed. Nervous. But I could get glory. You could, and you will. Who is glory? Gloria is yeah. my daughter's name to be. No, Brilliant. it's not really. Oh, that would have thank God. Perfect. I also love that you already didn't like it. it was like I was going to say. I also love that your reaction was no. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's not. It's, it's not really though, is it? No, it's I'm not. Just said it good. What is it? Oh, have you not announced it? Mav. No, what? Was it Mav or was That's it? good. It was Mav. Mav. Yeah. But what have you? Mav would actually. I've got a name. I can't. Is it a girl? Is It's definitely a girl. Yeah. She's going to be a little girl because they. She's carrying low. They do tests and they they work that stuff out. Yeah. But she's um she yeah she's she's a little girl man. It's not far away either. Why don't you let people call you Gary? Um, because my my parents could have called me anything under the sun. I know, and they picked anything. Gary. Twenty eight men last year were called Gary. 28, that was it. Is that 28 all? people With on... 42 women. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, what, would, would you... I, I, look, I don't mind being called Gary. I don't mind being called Gareth, which is my actual name. But, God. But... You look but, nothing like that. But That's I've always been called Flav. Yeah. Always. From... from my mum called me Flav, and still does to this day. Why? So it's natural for me to do that. When we started the podcast, the Fighting Cop podcast, I thought that I was going to be anonymous and remain anonymous. When I did the How? podcast, what's wrong with just you? audio. I, I never thought that people would figure out, or it, I never even thought it was going to be a success. Did you wear a mask? We, we used to put pictures out on Twitter with black bars across our eyes because we didn't want people to know who we you were. You thought you were daft punk on the podcast. Pretty much. That was how stupid we were at that time. I love that. Right. Is there anything we want people to talk about or comment on the, for next week or anything like that? We're yeah. just going to wind this up. Hashtag psychoflav. <laughs> yeah, it's like no, no, it's not psychoflav. That's a different thing. Well, you're uh, well, doing that in 20 minutes. Your Loz is going to be on, on, on in the Talking Bulls last Awesome. Week. Yeah. Mm. Love that. I um, love coming naked. I feel like you guys had a really good uh, set of questions to ask. And we've asked order. maybe five of them. Don't True worry, Jordy and Lawrence. Do no, you've actually got, you've covered quite a few of these. Yeah, the just... MMA thing, are boring, isn't it? Uh, I, really I didn't want, want to talk about that. Connor, but we I didn't want... Why well, did you want to talk about Connor? Well, just... li- Would you ever do a watch? Should I'm in this pod? Are you gonna... oh, this is a great podcast. I was going to do watch a lot. Yeah, I've, I would totally have done that, and I thought about doing that. Jordy and I, I think. Like watch, yeah. along, watch along for, for fo- uh, boxing would be, and, and MMA. Would be the MMA would be awesome um, because you have these moments where all of a sudden you're like, you yeah. know, I was like that, that for the whole time. Exciting, drained it. It's, um, but yeah, he, he's the most. He's, there's he's, a he's the new Ali. He's definitely. He's not the new Ali because there's no, the yeah, there's no social movement behind him. He's not a suppressed guy. He's not. He's not part of a minority. No, I'm not believe, saying he's exactly Muhammad Ali and he's recreating the same thing. What I'm talking about, he is the most enigmatic, charismatic name that transcends the sport. He is the this generation's Ali, and it's funny because this is the year that Ali um, passed, obviously. Yeah. And, and this is kind of and Connor's actually kind of transcended the sport in 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 such a, a mad way. But it, but it's incredible because what what Ali did and and this is a similarity. I, I get what you're saying about you know why they're different. But what what's beautiful about Connor as opposed to 99.9 percent of the population and what him and Ali both have in common is that they 
put themselves in a position to fail. They've put themselves in a position where they've created so much pressure on themselves, like the predictions, like with the loud talking, with the with taking on the challenges as they as they did, like you know Ali taking on Foreman and coming back and getting into fights that he kind of shouldn't. And the American that's what, government. That's what Connor's done. Yeah. That's what Connor's that's done. That calculated risk. <laughs> but it's a beauty. But but to actually do that and to put yourself out there like that and to create that kind of pressure it, and to a, then not fail, I understand. Yeah, it's, but it's the, uh, yeah. All right. uh, can we can we end? Can we, okay. What was the movement though, wasn't Shh. it? Thanks. <laughs> the end of the fighting cock podcast. The fighting cock? Who are you? I don't know, I'm falling apart. This is, I thought this was, I've quite enjoyed myself. This podcast would have been better with just me and Matt this it week, was. I feel. A lot, I would have happily, uh, uh, don't know what to say. What's the that? end of the fight, what? You're right. You're right. Yeah, I'm fine. You're better cut. Yeah. Flavio, you okay? Yeah, it's the end of the long ball three podcast. <laughs> Go get his tablets. Living it long. Living it long. We've got to do the intro now. That'd yeah. be fun. Right, I'm going to go to the toilet first, oh, if okay. you don't mind. Sorry about that. Uh, leave Thanks. a review. This is Long Ball Street. We'll see you at the far post. And the front post. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.